If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, I'm Phil Spencer, head of Xbox... And you're listening to IGN's Podcast Unlocked, which my interns tell me is a pretty good show. Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, everybody? Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one. Xbox podcast, last time I checked, which wasn't recently. Hmm. Maybe we're not number one anymore. Maybe Larry... Fact-checking. Yeah, maybe Major Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Major Nelson's probably taken over by now. What do I, you know, what am I going to do? I'm going to investigate this. He's a nice man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Record. I'm really? going to find the answers for you right uh, now. Is that Limbo on your phone? No. no? Sailor's Dream. Oh, Look at that. Okay. Look how pretty that what is, is that? though. Yeah, if it pops up. It's still very cool. Yeah. I thought it was the little Limbo yeah, silhouette. Yeah, yeah. No, which Sailor, would have also... Sailor okay. Stream on iOS is yeah. really I thought good. you were asking if like the game Limbo was on his phone. That That's too. A thing. It's out. Like, it's on phones. It's on iOS. Gonna need that in my life. Anyway, uh, Xbox podcast. Yeah, this is episode 170. Uh-huh. Moving right along. All right. For November 12th, 2014. And uh, we've been waiting a long time for this day. What's this? Oh. Halo's back. Right. Halo's back, back, Mitch. Do you not care? The almost one-year anniversary of Xbox One, classic November 12. (laughs) Ten days away. Yeah. (laughs) Not next week's show, but the week week after after we'll be late. No, we'll be here. I mean, we'll probably have like a breakout video from next week's episode <laughs> go live on that day. Maybe. So we can we'll think just ahead do of it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Halo, the Master Chief Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I mean, obviously, big week. This It's this yeah. week and next week with got Halo, two Assassin's Creed games. Yep. Uh, Lego Batman be, uh, Batman 3 is this Beyond week. Earth? Lego Beyond, Batman 3 Beyond Earth. Well, I always read it the, as wait, Beyond Le- Gotham. I always Beyond re- Earth is the Civ Beyond game. Earth is Civ. Right. Too many games! <laughs> I always read it as Lego Batman Beyond, and it makes me sad inside when I realize yeah. it's not actually Batman Beyond. Yeah. But, uh, and then next <laughs> week someday. is Mitch's Far, Mitch's Far Cry 4. Twice as good as Far Cry 2? Twice as good as Far Cry 2. <laughs> no, Brian, don't be stupid. Nothing is as good as Far Cry 2. Come on. I still don't understand. And uh, Dragon Age, which the review's already up on yeah. IGN, and turns out game's super rad. Yeah. Whole industry loves it. Everybody yes. that's... It's got like yeah. an 89 on Metacritic. Like, people love that game. Yeah. I'm excited. 
I've had is it good for stuff. two weeks and I haven't touched it. It's killing me. <laughs> Apparently, it took Vince, our reviewer, 90 hours to complete the campaign. Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll never finish it. So, rest in peace. Think that's how many matches of Dota in 90 hours. So that's intimidating. 90 matches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. That's uh, what Brian you get. Albert joining us. Hey, I should, I'm getting ahead of myself. I know who you are. The audience might not remember. You're I was our, here one time. Yeah, one time, but you are a fellow Halo super fan. One Correct. reason you're here this week. Also, mm-hmm. Sean Finnegan, Marty Sleva, both ill. So we wish them a I think speedy I'm, recovery. I'm catching whatever they've got. Oh, for go- don't tell you're me welcome. that. Now it's in go my away. head, Mitch. Now he's gonna. You're just gonna get oh. sick. Thinking you're gonna get sick. It's gonna- yes, it's psychosomatic, Mitch. Yeah. I'm switching desks with him. I have to sit also, where he sits. Oh. You might be pregnant. Boom! Oh. Psychological pregnancy. Oh no! My parents. Oh, my parents will never approve. <laughs> um. What else? Uh, for me, so I was, I know you guys are youngins, but I was the perfect age when Dumb and Dumber came out oh in 1994. God. I was 14. The exact right age. I uh, went and saw with my best friend Robert. What year was that? 94. Okay. December 94. I was six and also enjoyed it. Yeah. So, well, it's, you know, it's, it, is, it is what it is. <laughs> we but, were both young, young Yeah, males. so that, that uh, you know, the prequel happened, which we all just conveniently pretend never happened. What, what are you talking about? Who? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> I will say, though, about that film, the two actors that they got were phenomenal. The script, trash. If, yeah. you, if you do watch that movie, the actors are actually really good. But anyway. We're also still the number one Xbox podcast. <laughs> <laughs> By a lot. Um, so if we don't check see, for another six months, we're, According we to iTunes, we are better than Idle Thumbs. Suck it, Sean Van. <laughs> Game Informer. Some Hearthstone podcast. But they're, not, they're multi-platform podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And we're That's better true. than them still. So. We're better than all of them. <laughs> so says Mitch. I'm, Where I'm is humble. the next Xbox podcast? <laughs> Probably Major Nelson at 31. Oh, Larry. Yikes. Come on. Follow closely by GameScoop, Rebel FM, and 8-4-Play. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, Dumb and Dumber 2. It's 20 years, finally, they're making a proper sequel. Did you go see it? No, no, it's, I'm seeing, I have tickets for Friday. Okay. See, I don't have the connection to that movie. And I, watched, the re- I was six as well when they came out. I think out. the review embargo is not quite up yet. Oh, okay. I mean, not that, I, I'm just, I don't even, I, I don't know if reviews will even matter to me for that film. Because no. comedy, if, comedies are so subjective. Like, everybody loved The Hangover. I saw The Hangover and I, was, I barely laughed. I was like, Anchorman I has didn't... the same like divisive. Yeah, I mean, and and there are some f- movies that were just trashed. Like uh, for me, Basketball with Matt Stone so and Trey Parker. Good. Tr- just it bombed out of theaters. Critics panned it. I, I love that film. Is it, it, like, it, makes, it makes me crack up. I've never heard of that. Really? Is it like Airbud? No. Oh god. No, dude. Matt Stone and it's Trey the Parker Park invent, guys. A, invent a basketball game. Invent a, a driveway basketball game that's a cross between baseball and basketball. And then it becomes like a national amazing super hit. It's awesome. How it's have so I never great. Heard of this. Okay, you need to come over and watch it like immediately. Okay. We need to do a basketball <laughs> viewing party. Yeah. We're going to stop the show and we're going to go watch basketball and we'll come back. But so yeah, I'm excited about Dumb and Dumber 2 this weekend. Got my tickets bought. But at the same time, I'm trying to – I do understand there's – it's impossible for it to possibly even come close to oh, the yeah. original. Like, that's just not going to happen. Also, it's so weird watching the trailer, and it's it's almost as though they made the sequ- like this movie immediately after the first one, except they cast two sad old men <laughs> to do it. I've been thinking the same thing. Like, they look <laughs> so bad in that movie, and they just look like they're not having fun at all. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that'll work for the movie. Maybe. Maybe what? Maybe that'll help. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah. Just sad old men trying to make jokes. Yeah, we'll see. So I, I, I hope to like it. I mean, it's going to be <laughs> better than that prequel was. I mean, it's it can't like the what Jim Carrey's presence alone pretty much guarantees. I hope he does the Matthew McConaughey voice just the whole time. <laughs> Selling, doing the Lincoln <laughs> commercial. commercial. He rolls the booger. But yeah, I'm I'm psyched, man. I I I hope it's fun. I hope I like it, but we'll see. Um. So yeah, we've got a lot to cover this week, but before we do, actually, let's cover a serious topic real quick. I forgot yeah. to write it down, but I did want to want to cover this. Solid plan. Uh, Jared Petty, whom a lot of you know from IGN, whether he's made appearances on Beyond, the Reverend um, on Beyond. Yeah, he uh, he is one of our wiki masters. He's just dives headfirst into all the big games. Uh, in fact, he basically, if you watched a Grand Theft Auto Five video from our wiki, you know, to find something or whatever Man. you're looking for. Yeah. It was probably made by Jared. L- almost literally the nicest human being anyone could ever hope to meet. Uh, he and his wife were hit by a uh, a DUI driver who decided they were going across the Bay Bridge, which is a major, that's the bridge that's, that spans Oakland and San Francisco here. Uh, they were they were going across the bridge and a, a woman who was high on drugs uh Went the wrong way down, which is really, really fucking hard to do. Yeah, I don't know how you do that on the Bay Bridge. It's yeah, you have to be you have to pretty be high. high, pretty high to yeah. do it. <laughs> and uh, she managed to slam head on into them. Uh, Jared is okay, bumps and bruises, but his wife Angie is in has some extremely serious injuries. Uh, there are we have a uh, one of our one of their friends and coworkers here, Ryan Palmer, was very sweet to set up a, uh, a fundraiser yeah, to help with their mm-hmm. their um, recovery costs. And before people, some people, I got some very, I feel, disrespectful tweets, very insensitive tweets that were like, doesn't IGN have insurance? Yes, asshat, we have insurance, but there are so many costs yeah. that are that insurance doesn't cover. I mean, their car is gone. Yeah, there's car insurance, but you know, whether it's their car or her time, you know, time out of work or this or that or, uh, you know, just all these things. Uh, so Mitch, if I know you've got it yeah, in front of you, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the podcast Perfect. post so you can click it. But Mitch, if you would be so kind as to read it now, anything you may be able to contribute would would really help uh, with with their recovery efforts as they they try to bounce back. Yeah. Also, like, be good to people. Don't don't question whether or not people should yeah, be just, allowed to get better. Or be, they deserve help. Yeah. Uh, but if you are a kind hearted soul, you can go to GoFundMe.com/slash/h1e8po to. Can you read that a little slower? Yeah, yeah. you betcha. And this is all lowercase, no capitals. GoFundMe.com slash H1E8PO. So E as in Edward. Correct. P as in Prince. Yep. And then uh, an O as in... Yep. Harvard 1, Edward 8, Patrick Oliver. That's perfect. (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, Just thinking of people who I know. Yeah, if if you have it in yourself to to kick in a few bucks, I mean, anything's going to help. I mean, it's going to... They're gonna. They have a long road ahead of them to yeah. to sort of re, re, rebuild their lives. Really, I mean, it's uh, you know, Jared has a home here, a family here at IGN, but his wife Angie is, you know, it's uh, that's that's the is a serious situation. So they're also, I mean, you've said this, but they're two of the nicest people it's, it's I've insane. ever met. I mean, it's completely I, unfair. I was we, ex- we made fun of Jared for being too nice. Like he has a an apology, apology jar. tip jar, yeah. sort of thing. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I very I was very tempted on Twitter and also I'm very tempted right now. To sort of go off on an angry rant about the 
perpetrator in this case, but Jared wouldn't yeah, want that. He wouldn't. He wouldn't want me to do that. It's just the that's not. It's also not what's important at this point. I mean, uh, you know, I hope that the the uh, the the criminal here was a 32 year old woman who was arrested for this. I hope she does get what uh, she deserves from our from our criminal from our proper system. I'm not advocating anybody. No karmic justice. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not. Not advocating that. But uh, hopefully, our our justice system will. Do its job properly, and uh, and see fit to that. But right for right now, uh, Jared and Angie, uh, they are what matters, and so we hope you'll be able to help us out. So we will be right back with some Xbox news. Plenty of it this week. A lot happening. IGN's number one Xbox podcast. The podcast unlocked presents the news unlocked. All right. Why are you the prophet of truth I, as we I come mean, back on the air? With the listeners have zero context. I'm going to profit of regret asking that question. <laughs> There's a, a quiz Mitchell on IGN Dyer. about which Halo prophet you which are. Halo prophet? And I'm the prophet of truth, by the way. So, Are we, uh, are we People Magazine now? Or, uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry Don't about worry it. About it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, let's, start with, uh, let's start with the bad news and just work our way to All good, right. especially since we just came off some bad news. It's... Let's um, stay in the bad news for right now. Although it's bad video game news, so it's nothing compared to bad real life news. Right. But, uh, you know, this is supposed to be... Guys, this should have been a week of pure video game celebration. Assassin's Creed Unity. Assassin's Creed Assassin's Unity. Assassin's Creed The Rogue. first next-gen Assassin's Creed game. Four-player co-op. New consoles. Insane, dense crowds. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. The return of Halo 2, Halo 1 online for the first time ever. Get back with your old crew from 10 years ago. Have a good time. And those things are all here and they're happening, but they're they're being the, – the, there's some dark clouds in the sky that are just dropping some rain on what should be a beautiful, sunny picnic day because of some significant <clears throat> launch issues with with both of these games. And this comes on the back of – We've had some Call of Duty issues. That's still happening, by still the way. Still ongoing uh, lag, right? It's a lag problem. Yeah. When when does this podcast go up? Tonight. I mean, Tonight. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Video might be later, but... The only system that has not been patched as of now is the Xbox 360, and that goes live at 1 a.m. to Thursday. Like, so uh, in, like, like several tonight, hours from now? Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, and then, you know, it's not an Xbox game, but, but Drive Club has been mired with just unfathomable yeah. just essentially a completely broken network which yep. is unfortunate because it's undermining what is a, a very solid racing game over mm-hmm. there so these are major releases and what uh, what what haunts me about this and what troubles me is that these are the ga- the games with the biggest budgets and therefore the most resources and we're still yeah. running it's not that these are mid-tier games where it's like oh if only they'd had had a a few more bucks from to yeah. kick in from from daddy publisher we could have you know this this game would have been smoother but these are these games almost i don't want to say have no excuse but it's if if the triple aest of the triple a can't get it right that's that's a really saddening and terrifying thing for the future of yeah. AAA releases. Well, no matter what happens, like if you have a totally reasonable excuse for why your game doesn't work, it doesn't change the fact that your game doesn't work. Somebody paid money for it and they can't play it. Right. That sucks. That is unacceptable. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, you know, I had tweets from a from a number of people who they took yesterday off, November 11th off, because it was like 
I'm playing Halo 2 with all my old friends again, and they couldn't do it. They, or they, or they had tried. such trouble. Yeah. I tried joining up with you, and, and people are tweeting me, and they're like, oh, let's play. I'll join you yep. and McCaffrey. And, and people can't connect, and the games don't work. And if they can connect, there's horrible lag, or they're dropped right. out. Or I can't hear you. Exactly. Or you can't hear me. The past few nights, I've gone home and just... I don't have a lot of time because my commute is really long. Just yeah. cry. And I've just wasted my nights trying to play Halo and Call of Duty. Right. And those are both excellent games. Back to yeah. Dota. Exactly. That's where I went <laughs> because it works right now. Yeah. I mean, now uh, let's talk. So let's talk specifically a little bit about each game. Uh, Vince, I, I think, Mitch, have you been keeping track of the Assassin's Creed? Uh, Marty, unfortunately, as I said at the Only top of the show, is out loosely. sick. I'm not he totally reviewed familiar. It. But I know it's having a ton of frame rate issues. There's a bunch of animation bugs. People yeah. are falling through the world. Lots and lots of glitches that are right. straight up ruining the game for people. Um, I don't think Marty experienced too much of that. Uh, I mean, he gave the game a 7.8. Eight, I believe eight. it was. Yeah. So he enjoyed it quite a bit, but not as good as Mario Kart Double Dash. <laughs> Dang! Or uh, Imagine Babies, I think. Was that also seven nine? I think it was also seven. Okay. Nine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> Got to know your IGN lore, man. Uh, yeah, but it's having all sorts of technical issues that is really disappointing in a new, like the big new new gen only. Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Have you seen some of those horrifying screenshots They're of people with their faces missing? With no, yeah, just like eyeballs. And you see the eyeballs in like parts of their like Yeah, and, and some hair. Their yeah. faces Ugh. missing, but you can see like everything else. <laughs> I saw an amazing tweet from somebody. I wish I knew who said it so we could give them proper credit, but it was, uh, I guess Ubisoft really does have trouble animating women. I saw the same one. It was Elise yeah. with just no face. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so good. So, That's so good. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, of course, that game also had the the double whammy of the review embargo oh. for reviewers who we know who are provided the game a copy of the game ahead of time. So even though the game is out, we have to we're sort of because of you know we we are sort of obliged to respect that embargo we've agreed to because of the early access we were given. The review we couldn't post our review until like. The game had been out for what was it, nine hours? Twelve or hours. Twelve hours. Yeah. People could spend their money on that game for twelve hours. Yes, right, and and stream it with their the button on their yep. PlayStation Four controller. Yep, but we were bound. But we were bound, but to silence. Which is so weird. Like that benefits nobody. I don't understand that logic. Yeah, it's a you know it's an ongoing discussion that that uh, you know IGN has with Ubisoft and other publishers, and it's a uh, you know and, and we did through the whole process, so it's a whole thing that uh, ultimately for us we just want to get. You guys, yeah. the the uh, impressions of the game—that's sort of that's what that's what matters to us. But then, uh, and then, so when we move over to Halo, which I'm reviewing, and the final review is still not up as we speak. We we had planned the whole time to do review impressions uh, because we wanted to evaluate the multiplayer servers in the real world, and this is exactly why. And the review is uh, we will post it. The plan is to have it posted by end of day tomorrow, meaning the end of day Thursday, November fifteenth. 13th. Tomorrow's the 13th. 13th. Can't Today's the 12th. Correct. Yesterday was the 11th. Okay. That's how you math? Right? That's uh, how you math. Yes. Yeah. 13th. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just, and that review will reflect the state of the game at that time. Uh, now, 343 has been good about issuing a lot of uh, communications to fans on through way, the Waypoint blog and saying, oh, we're deploying server-side fixes. Trying to, so it's the you know, matchmaking is was uh, basically not working, and it is slowly, through their several updates they've done already, working more and more now. Uh, and But 
There are a lot of party issues when you're trying to game with your party. I'm having a lot of freezes, uh, like after matchmaking games. Well, it's trying to, it goes to the loading screen to go kick you back to the lobby, and then it just hangs. Um, the best solution to if you can't connect, sometimes you just can't. You don't see your friends on your roster list, so right. it's like, well, re hit the jewel button, quit, go back to the dashboard, uh. quit the game. And then restart it, and then that's the that's like the most reliable way to get it to work. So, just not a smooth experience right now, and it's all uh, it's all very just disappointing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's nothing that you know. With the Halo review, I'm not going to rake the game over the coals for sure. it because this stuff will be fixed in time. You know, the is it going to you know? You hope it's not going to be, and you don't expect it to be a Battlefield Four situation. Battlefield Four situation where it goes on for a year, but you just never quite yeah. know. So it's you know, it, it, there just comes a point where our policy here is we have to draw a line in the sand at some point. You know, we'll give you those first two or three days uh, to resolve any initial speed bumps, but then, hey, our readers are looking for our professional opinions on this game we need a score out there uh and you know we've uh there, there are a lot of factors that go into it so tomorrow's the day yep. for halo and it's i still the thing is i love the game this doesn't Obviously, impact yeah. the fact that the game is not working <clears throat> right now but it's just yeah it just it takes what should be a celebration and it and i mean it is it is a celebration but it just takes what should be a complete joyous celebration and it just like you were saying, Brian, you're, you you spent your whole you, your whole free time trying to connect, and you couldn't do it. And it just that celebration There's is nothing is ruined. worse than a game that does not respect your time. That's the that's my biggest pet peeve. Is anytime a game wastes your time, whether it's like waiting in a lobby, doing nothing, not working, searching, matchmaking, whatever, or in, in a campaign, you know, making you wait for a bunch of stuff. Um, for similar reasons that I can't get into, uh, the Far Cry Four review will be late as well. Okay. Uh, similar to what we did with Master Chief Collection, we will have a review in progress in time for the embargo on November fourteenth yep. at nine a.m. Pacific. Oh, that's a uh, Friday. Friday, Friday morning. Yep. Okay. So we'll have a review in progress with most of my thoughts, most of what the review will be. No score. Uh, and okay. No so competitive multiplayer. A lot of a lot of single player thoughts yeah, for sure. Time. So if that's all. I mean, with full respect <clears throat> to F Far Cry, I care about the campaign for yep, that game, of course. So, uh, but yeah, there like there is a multiplayer, and I don't want to you know overlook that. Uh, especially based on like what is happening with it uh, on debug. So uh, we will have a full scored review uh, at earliest on launch day, November 18th. Okay. And then depending on how server stuff goes, right. we may, similar to Master Chief, give it a couple extra days. Yeah. Uh, but tentatively look for it on the 18th, the full scored review. And then the review in progress Friday. Yeah, it just, but it, it you know, and this, I'd be curious, I went on a little bit of a, started having some 140 character thoughts on this uh, last night. I want to get your guys' thoughts here, and it, this, mm -hmm. this leads to a bigger discussion. Just maybe touch on a little now is, you know, with with so many high profile games, like I was saying, the, the the ones with the most resources, the most amount of money, having significant troubles. It seems like the that this new generation, PlayStation Four and Xbox One, is being marked more by problematic major launches than it is about great games. Now, not everybody's gotten it wrong. Titanfall, their launch actually went great. Destiny, their launch went great. It's not everybody, but enough, enough of these guys are having issues where it's, it leads me to wonder, have, I'm not a game developer or a publisher, so I don't have a full understanding of what, of what the process is and how it goes, but it seems to me that 
publishers and developers should start need to build in like if if Halo's got to be out by November 11th because it's Halo 2's anniversary do we maybe need to is the solution to to this uh to build in more polish time maybe at the expense of well I guess we've got to cut a feature or two like maybe we can't have Forge or the yeah. theater until maybe we patch that in later. Like Spartan Ops you know or something what I mean? like that. Well, that Spartan Ops is already delayed till December. Right, right, that's right. not coming out. I that's didn't even al- know they were adding yeah, it. Yeah, that's already... Okay. It, I mean, it was promised from the beginning, and then they had made the announcement that said, oh, Spartan Ops won't be till December. Sure. And uh, if you ask my opinion, Spartan Ops is number one, the, f- the first thing you cut. Yeah. I, I mean, you, Mitch and I, you, you and I played and reviewed all of Spartan Ops when Halo 4 came out, and you and I are not fans of it. I've... I've seen, I've seen stuff, man. <laughs> I've seen some things. But that's, I mean, it just, it feels like, you know, I don't know if that's the solution is, do you do you have to build in more polish time at the expense, maybe at the expense of a feature or two? I don't know. I think what's been sacrificed is, and I, I kind of went crazy on Twitter about this a few nights ago, but that feeling of following a game up to, you know, previews every, you yeah. know, in the old day it was like, here's these screenshots. Now it's like, here's all these trailers and things. And you come up to launch night and you're like, Yes, just let me play this game. Like that experience is going away of you getting home with the game and you're yep. like, put it in your console and you sit down and you just play it until you fall asleep. Right. The, ca- the catharsis, like the cathartic yeah, release of I have it's now mired with day one updates and system software. Yeah. Patches oh, I'm waiting hours for this yeah. 20 gigabyte update to Installing finish. Installing the game, right. updating the game, having multiplayer server issues, going to bed sad. Pretty much all of these games we talked about. Uh, PC are... gaming is invading consoles, <laughs> you guys. Welcome to the future. The games we talked about are or did become great games worth playing, <laughs> but not for a while. Right. A few weeks to months to several months if it's like Battlefield 4. Yep. Right. I don't know. what a, I'd like to talk to a developer on this and I would specifically love to. find out more. Like, hey, realistically, like, what would have to be cut from this game if you wanted to yeah. add in two well, months and, of polish? And time? realistically, like, if you cut Forge, could the people who implemented Forge conceivably improve the things that are broken now like is that are those resources available that's to a fair question contribute to the problems that's like, a fair question maybe there just aren't enough people so and the, the i mean the question i mean because <clears throat> you, you know cryptic or uh you know uh what's the word i'm looking for um Let's start with the 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 horrible the evil way to look at it would be well publishers don't care uh, they just they if they if they can sell the same amount of copies and just fix it after its release, they're just going to keep doing what they do. Right. You're looking for cynical? So, That's it, there cynical, okay. yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to... Because I don't think publishers... I like to think that the world is good enough where publishers aren't actively thinking that way. Like, oh, forget it, just ship it. We'll fix it in patches as we go. Um, well, because nobody wants to ship a broken, bad game. Right. But there does come a point where if this keeps happening, what are what are our options? The options are... Stop pre-ordering games. Stop buying games on day one. And that's where I suppose... Is that the only way for the message to really come through? Because you can be as vocal as you want on a forum or a community. But at the end of the day, is, is that... An, you know, for some, for some publishers and developers, that probably is enough. They're probably like, well, gee, boy, our fans are really being vocal on, on our forums and such here. We need to do better. But I don't know. Maybe some publishers are just like, oh, yeah, there's this... Five percent of people that are angry over here, but day one sales are good, so business as usual. I don't know. I mean, I like to hope that it's not that way, but at the end of the, but yeah, there does come a point where 
Maybe you stop pre-ordering games or stop buying them on day one and just I mean, wait. We, we talk about this a lot. If you are worried about a game not working or having problems with it or wondering if your pre-order is worth it, wait for the reviews. Like, just wait. Wait till launch day. Wait till reviews come out. And you don't and say that decide. because we're in the business no, of, like, of game reviews. No, I wait reviews. for reviews for yeah. a lot of movies. Like, I was like, oh, man, like, I'm really worried the Interstellar is not going to be able to live up to the hype. And right. the reviews come out. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, just... Wait for it to come out and then see what people are saying in the reviews and see what people are saying on Twitter, too. Because I, I want to clear up some muddy water here. I reviewed Advanced Warfare. Call of Duty Advanced game. Warfare yeah. for IGN. Yeah. I thought that game was amazing. 9.1. Uh, we held off on the embargo because we wanted to see if the multiplayer worked. Sure. So the Day Zero edition came out, which was like yeah. the first launch. Right. We, we waited. We played that day. And then the actual launch was on the 4th. Mm-hmm. And then the review went up about halfway through the 4th. Right. Uh, up until that point, everything I had played was... Awesome. The, yeah, you, the, you played on real world servers. Real world servers you had a good experience. Uh, every like there was a little bit of lag, but it was just a little bit here and there, and it was nothing out of the ordinary that I wouldn't just be like, okay, I'm on the internet playing games. Right. Um, but then after a few days, and people like millions of people started dogpiling on, the service went to crap. Uh, in which case, the news about the game or the status of the game came through news rather than the review. Yeah. So what I'm just saying is, you know. Yeah. Follow, you know, it kind of sounds really promotional now, but like, <laughs> go to places like IGN. We will update but, you. I mean, we'll talk about it. In the we'll news. slog through it so yeah, you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. I mean, Vince and I were talking about this at lunch today. Like, every game now is a platform. It doesn't just launch and that's it. There is a life cycle to it that extends mm-hmm. over years. And a review isn't the end of a of what a game is. Like, you have to keep following it to know, like, oh man, like they're taking Destiny servers offline tomorrow for three, four hours. I need to be aware of that. Yeah, I like Vince did an excellent job with our Destiny review, but if you wanted to know like what's going on right now, it's all that's like a news thing. Yeah. Right. Now, uh it was pointed out to me repeatedly on Twitter when I was uh tweeting some of these thoughts last night, and it is fair to say, I mean, uh Nintendo has I think is largely exempt from all this. They have been very good about shipping polished games. Now, the one counter <laughs> to that, faults, yeah. Their games typically are not reliant on online functionality yeah. the way that a lot of PlayStation 4 and Xbox One games are. Their grand plan be, is revealed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Smash will be the interesting test case right. for this one. That's true. Like, if Smash has a bad launch, that sucks. That super sucks. Well, that just be that just be a day where all of us just shed a single tear for the video game yeah. industry. <laughs> you were the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be you. <laughs> you are my brother. <laughs> I loved you. But Do you, oh, one thing, yeah. Do you remember the line from that movie where Obi-Wan goes, uh, Anakin, Palpatine is evil. And then he goes, from my from perspective, my, the, the Jedi, Jedi are evil. evil. <laughs> so bad. Also, no, I don't because I have blocked all of that out. Oh, no. No, it's so <laughs> deliciously bad. He's holding me back. Yeah, throw a lightsaber on a wall. Look, get over yourself, you child idiot. <laughs> Whoa. He's the worst. <laughs> He's an adult somewhere now, and he doesn't appreciate that. Uh, he is so bad. Oh, my goodness. All right. So uh, we could talk about this. could be a whole show, really, yeah. although it's been half a show. But, yeah, we'll, Jeez, we'll get I, I feel like wow. I feel like I really what I want to do, seriously, is if I ever get time, which is a difficult LOL. thing to come by around here with all the projects going on. But this this merits, I think, a. A, a, an, an opinion article, an, an op-ed yeah. or a, a feature story that can really dig into this. Y'all and, got thoughts? And talk, maybe talk to some uh, 
industry insiders who can remain anonymous about what it is, what it is like from their side. You know, it's like, you know, there are probably realities that we don't know about. I'm sure there was probably publisher pressure to be out before exactly. the holidays. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, that, you know, that, and I think actually, Brian, that's a good point to end on, I think, is uh, we did see some major games <clears throat> delay. We saw, so Watch Dogs. was delayed today. Watch, right. Correct. Watch Dogs was delayed out of next-gen launch last holiday to what april was it this year or may one of those two somewhere in there yeah and it seems to have like you know there was that whole downgrade uh thing but uh but as far as the like the game seemed to work fine when it came out Mm -hmm. but now you've got evolve delayed battlefield hardline delayed which by the way battlefield i'll just throw in a quick plug tomorrow or thursday so possibly by the time you even hear this show we got to play the single player for the first time, and we have a extensive written and video preview with direct feed gameplay footage. Uh, it and I would highly recommend checking that out because yeah, it's yeah, a, it's yeah. a very different battlefield yeah, than you're used to. So uh, evolve, uh, battlefield, and then uh, Batman delayed. I forgot about that. Um, even What's Dragon Age got delayed a month. Dragon Age had been pushed back a month, and uh, I guess the there is there is the crew has been delayed for ten years. The crew is maybe out in December. We'll yeah, see. We'll but see. Um, one more delay so coming it, up. It'll be interesting to see if games like Evolve and Battlefield and Batman, who were supposed to be holiday games but got delayed. The Witcher. Uh, true. The did they ever announce for holiday though? They said 2014. Okay, well, then that's that's a good one too. Sure. Although not, again, not a lot of online functionality yeah. there. But nevertheless. Will those have the polish that we're looking for? If that extra three, four months, that little bump gives them enough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If they build, yeah, if this, then that's maybe indicative of is this a systemic problem of not building in that polish time, or is it, or you know, or is it was it just the the holidays that that sort of screwed everything, or what? But time will tell. Yeah. Well, what if things had betas more often, Ryan? I don't know, Mitch. What could happen? I don't know. You'd probably have a, a stronger product. Like Halo 5 might be. Okay, I was wondering where no, is this going? I don't know. We don't have Destin for terrible segments. That took entirely I can't, too I long. Can't, I can't hang with this. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't have the chops. Uh, yeah, the Halo 5 beta starts out this year almost like a full year in advance of that game's release. So they're going to have enough time to implement player feedback in like a major way. Uh, Ryan, you and I got to play it. We did. We played some Halo A very 5. jealous Brian Albert. As well. I watched the footage. <laughs> what do you think? Like as Yeah, what did you think of just having not played it, of observing what we wrote and what, what we showed? It, it's so strange because Halo has always been guns, grenades, melee. Yeah. And all that stuff is still there, obviously. But the, now there's like, oh, I have to dash. I can sprint and boost into someone. I can like leap over this wall. Uh, there, you know, if I'm sprinting, I don't regenerate shields. There are just so many more things happening to to pay attention yep. to and <clears throat> i like that i can handle when that happens it's just not it's so what halo was yeah and i'm okay with halo changing so uh, the response online was like violently angry that oh halo i has aimed down the sights. ADS. i could not stand i mean it's oh that's another forget i'll get yelled at by my boss if i go ahead <laughs> don't rant uh Keep keep your mind open about video games. Yes. When you hear new things, man. Like just enjoy games. Get excited. And if you don't Be, want things to change, just play Halo Two in the Master yeah, Chief yeah, Collection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but, oh. no, but none of the soul of Halo was gone. Like you watch that footage, and you would still say, like, yeah, that's a Halo game. Like dudes are still using guns, grenades, and melee in a major way. Having a, the thruster pack 
to dodge and to mantle and to float and aim down sights and like all of these things are there, but they don't take away from the soul that is Halo Combat. Like it still feels like a really well, great. And Halo I game. don't know, Brian, if you haven't happened to have a chance to watch the the Vidoc that we posted oh, within our preview. It's like seven or something minutes long. It's excellent. It actually shows off a map that Mitch, you and I didn't see. Yeah. A very cool looking map, I might add. As well as a grenade launcher we didn't see either. What? Yeah. All right. What's uh, the deal with that? What? <laughs> what's the what? deal? What's the deal? <laughs> grenade what? No. I don't. Was was that like a? That was like Let's an imitation see. of an imitation of an I'm, imitation, right I'm there. Sick. Let's break. reel it back in. Let's do this. Podcast, but, um, podcast unlocked. Number two podcast. Number three podcast. Going down. <laughs> yeah, I guess dropping down the list. <laughs> uh, yep, lost my train of thought. Oh no, he. It, they Vidoc. said in the Vidoc that. That thr- that movement, they want that to be the fourth pillar of Halo uh, okay. now. That's true, because they've always talked about those yeah, three. Guns, grenades, melee, movement. Okay. Which is something Halo's needed, especially, like, imagine seeing Halo 5 without the, thr- the thruster pack stuff. Imagine it was just guns, grenades, melee. Looks really nice. Missing that mid-ship. something else. <laughs> yeah. And then you have games like Titanfall and like Advanced Warfare, which are extremely mobile, very versatile in terms of player navigation. That stuff makes Halo look terrible. It makes it look boring. The one other thing that really stood out to me, and it's hard to separate it because it was the video was displayed as a commentated professional match. Right. But just looking at how the arena looks and how the like icons and like kill scores and things are posted, I just think like spectator sport yep like it just looks very much like this is a thing people are playing competitively and people will want to watch this i will right. have a short feature about that next week oh i almost just stepped on your toes sorry no, about that at you. okay you just reminded me that i have a recording on my phone that i need to transcribe <laughs> all right <laughs> doing the lord's work brian reminding mitch of things he has to do yeah uh but mitch yeah we liked it yeah i thought the mobility stuff was really good i thought the the new maps are great uh i uh, Door the ground pound ability. Like <laughs> I would constantly. Were you be... able to pull it off? Oh yeah. That yeah. means like kill someone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. somebody on midship. I, I wasn't able to get dude, anybody. I grabbed the prophet's bane and then immediately left off the ledge. I was like, ah, you. And <laughs> so like from the very top. Mitch is better at this than Ryan. That's what we're saying. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Hey, life three, four, moves three, on. Three, four, three, <laughs> said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He did say that. Uh, he wasn't there. He though. was not there at all. He was not there. He was just throwing. He's throwing shells from the peanut gallery. But it's true. Yeah, I oh. go ahead. What's up? I had a question. Yeah, the the sword. Yeah, Prophet's Bane. Yeah, is it renamed? What's that? the deal? What's the, the deal with the Prophet's Bane? Bane? Uh, spoilers for Halo Three. Yeah, <laughs> is it called the Prophet's Bane because that's what a, a sword was used to kill the Prophet? Could be. Ryan well, uh, speculated it was a narrative thing as well. Yeah, I, okay. there's no way they just change it from Energy Sword to Prophet's Bane without it. It's got to tie into the single well, player campaign. Could somehow. be a Covenant name for it. That's such a Halo yeah, name. Could be. Halo has good like weird names for everything, especially ships. Mm-hmm. Love yeah, it. I would say oh Prophet's God. Bane could be the name of a Covenant ship. Yeah, <laughs> the Prophet's Bane. Pillar um, bottom. Come on. Yeah, but the thing that yeah, I loved. I love the the thruster movement. I had to. I wasn't. I need more time because I wasn't able to train my brain to start using those things. Yeah. I'm like having a firefight with somebody, and I'm like, shoot, I think I'm gonna lose this firefight, and I, I need to train my brain to go, oh, I could just hit B and dash the yeah, hell out of yeah. the way around a corner, and I can re- recharge my shields and be fine. Exactly yeah. the same for Call of Duty. Yeah, you have to use those exo powers. You just don't think of them because right. you're not used to them. I really wonder if this is like with that Titanfall and Halo. Is that going to change? Like, is this the new direction for shooters? Is this kind of 
constant directional mobility, being able to move in any direction very rapidly. Because if you don't have that, suddenly you start to feel slow and clunky, right? Well, I, I suppose we'll see if uh, Valve ever decides to make another new Counter-Strike game. If it has some sort of fast mobility, that yeah. will be telling. Counter-Strike may be the last thing. That'll come out, it. and we'll be like, wow, it's very traditional. <laughs> <laughs> wow, refreshing. It's old school. Yeah. But, um, also, Valve will never make another Counter-Strike game. <laughs> they have Go. <laughs> the, uh, They're set. The other big thing, Mitch, that... So there were, there were a couple things. People were... The internet freaked out. So yep. a clip, like a crappy off-screen footage, <clears throat> clip of the footage somehow leaked out. Not from us, thank goodness. Yep. Uh, so it's sprinting. People yep. were terrified of sprinting, even though Halo 4... That's, that's a fault skill. Everybody has it. Uh, everybody has everything, by the way. Yep. There are no loadouts. Equals, there are no perks. None of that stuff. So the cool... I, I, I think, in my experience, we played two or three hours. Sprint worked fine because if you bail, if you run, your shields don't recharge. So you could be like, I'm out of here, I'm out of here, and then Brian catches me around the corner. Hey, there's Ryan running away. Oh, and I'm dead. And he yep. gets the kill. Which I think it makes it a more aggressive Halo game because it encourages you to kind of accept your mortality Stand and say, like, and all right, fight. if I'm not going to recharge my shields, I might as well turn and try to get the get the Right. So, uh, and then the other one, the big one, ADS, ADS, as you touched on a minute. Yeah. Smart scoping. Smart scope. Smart scope. So, that's a really dumb name. Mjolnir Tech. And they're, like, their explanation is like, oh, well, in the, in the lore, the guns are tied to the visor. And it actually kind of makes sense in the context of the game, because there are guns where you aim down sights, and it is a reticule. Like, the DMR is very much like a scope. The SMG has a little uh, red dot sight. Mm -hmm. But the assault rifle, and even the pistol, like it, it, it zooms in just a little bit, enough to give you that that extra little bit of zoom, right? Uh, but not enough to uh, diminish your periphery. Correct. And if you're going to be zooming in, you are not in combat. Like there's no world in which you are aiming down sights while in the middle of combat. Like Call of Duty, right? Yeah, you're, you're not moving. You're going to reflexively like go hold left trigger, right right trigger, and you're going to be. That's how you fight. Like. If you get shot while aiming down sights, it descopes you, and you have to play Halo. Halo too. You have to just play Halo now. So I was going to ask you because in the uh, in some of the videos, I think Frank O'Connor was like, "Oh, it's you get descoped when you're shot. It's not like it's not going to change everything, right? Does it really do anything? Like if it's so if it's so unimportant? Well, why what is it I in mentioned there? in the video preview is that I really found it most useful for, in the case of say the battle rifle." Uh, it's just for harassing people at long range. Like, mm -hmm. you don't see me. I've got the drop on you. I'm going to smart scope and then brr, 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 and take you down. It's very much a, like a preemptive thing then? Yeah, it's very I much to, so. like, initiate on people. It's very much... Uh, it does. It also doesn't increase your range. Like, if you have the AR, you're not going to get... That's not going to turn the assault rifle into a long-range weapon. The so moment you no zoom. range, no accuracy improvement from doing that? Minor accuracy improvement because you just get better sight of the target. Right. Okay. Um, and it, it's just like... Oh, it's it's headshots it's to oh sure. you're running away or you don't see me i'm going to start peppering you when you turn and you descope me then we're going to fight each other you're weaker okay yeah and uh but yeah i loved i loved everything pretty well everything i played about it. again the my big complaint uh which i talked to some of the other media guys that were there and they yep. shared this you don't share this mitch so I, I i share the same thought but in a different way okay so yeah i actually for me <clears throat> control buttery smooth Super good feeling controls have always been a calling card for Halo. In the build of the Halo 5 beta we played, which was like, we played like an alpha of a beta. Because <laughs> it's it's November, we played a week ago. 
it was November 4th, I think, or whatever day it was. The beta doesn't hit till, till December 29th, and from there, the game isn't out for almost a year. So I fully expect and hope that this will evolve and get better over time. But I thought the controls were... I was fighting the controls the whole time in the sense of I couldn't line up headshots. I just didn't feel like it was... The thumbsticks were doing what I wanted them to do. And I say that having... I had literally just... I've been spending the last two weeks playing, and the two weeks since, playing the Master Chief Collection, where one, two, three, and four all just feel so good. And I can do exactly what I want with the thumbsticks and, and aim where I want and do what I want. And I was not getting that with this build of yeah. Halo 5. So it wasn't a, a problem with managing all these new mechanics. It was just straight up, I am one to point at things. Well, that, See, that's, that's my complaint. My complaint with the controls is that... The thruster pack is tied to two different buttons, and they have different purposes. So you use B to thrust left, uh, right, and back. But to thrust forward, you need to be sprinting. The melee button. Yeah. So the same philosophy is tied to two different buttons, and that's really confusing. Like, I couldn't get over that. Also, uh, when you do the ground pound, you have to aim and... No, you have to you have to be jumped in the air and then click in the right stick and hold it Which also, to bring up the yeah. little targeting and then reticle. You aim with the same stick. So you're right. like holding this button in and trying to aim and it's like it's imprecise. Pressing a stick in at an angle is a little weird. Yeah. Like coming straight down is fine. Well, and then but having, if you're to, kinda... having to maneuver it to be like, I want to hit there. And if you don't get a direct hit, you're gonna have splash damage, but then you're in the middle of a bunch of dudes. And then it was just a little I mean, I won't I don't hold this against the game. This is just more of getting used to Halo five. Because the button configurations have changed in most of the Halos. Yeah. yeah. And there are um, multiple schemes like right. this could be fixed with but, switching over to uh, fish sticks. Left trigger being smart scope. And not grenades was just I effing with it. my head. Couldn't handle it because I again had been playing the Master Chief Collection where that's always what left trigger. I will has almost been. certainly change that to right thumbstick. Yeah, bumper jumper. Anyone? No, Alfredo. Oh, okay, Alfredo, Alfredo is, uses it. Is a because he's a jumper man. man. Team, but team invert. Do I have any allies? No. In here? Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they call it normal for a reason. You barbarians. <laughs> it's a flight stick. <laughs> Ugh, no, it's not. It's a person. <laughs> <laughs> it's a person in a flight suit. That's basically Not what, totally off what Spartans <laughs> are. Um, all right. So that's Halo 5. We'll have a lot more yes. on Halo 5 uh, leading up to the beta. December 29th, if memory right. serves 20th, correctly. Maybe 28th. 28th or 29th, yeah. one of those two. Very close to New Year's. And then it's three weeks long. Yeah, into mid-January. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, new game. Back to we're, we're, we've swung up. We've come out of the bad news. We're heading up into the, the good news. Just Cause Three, guys. Love it. Talk to me. Super bitch. stoked about this announcement. I uh, I love Just Cause Two. Me too. I did almost nothing of the campaign. Quotes I have quotes going right now. Oh, man, there were some really great campaign missions. I just flew around and, and blew stuff up. That's and had enough. an amazing time. Yeah, I mean, being able to just tether to the ground and use your parachute to navigate in a really effective way was awesome. Like, I loved using a parachute and then grabbing the ground and, like, pulling myself. It's like being a, a canoe in the sky. <laughs> yep. That's a great That's a great way it to explain awesome. it. Like I a think... canoe in the sky. No, classic. Sorry. Classic song. Love that song. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I like to hear is that they are kind of still embracing the sort of stupid chaos of that franchise and I just don't want that to go away. That's yeah. what that that's that game's strength. Yeah. And it, that, to be fair, this game was never really like a huge secret. It had been kind no. of alluded to for a while, but yeah, it sure is nice to have it confirmed. Yep. Xbox Next gen only. Yeah, exactly. Xbox One, PS4, PC only. 
They promise, quote, vastly improved parachute and grapple mechanics. Which is awesome because it was already really good. Yes. <laughs> the only thing that was I had a problem with in Just Cause 2 is it took forever to navigate the environment using just those two things. Uh, if you weren't driving, it took too long. Yeah. Uh, so invariably, you'd be like, all right, fast travel to airport, steel plane, surf on plane, skydive to and where I need to be. Huge. <laughs> Wasn't the world in Just Cause 2 enormous? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> so maybe the same size world, but hopefully more no, detail this, is like, this time around. Uh, they, they have, I think it's 300 square miles, <laughs> which is insane. Far Cry 4's world is like 50 square miles. <laughs> it's crazy. I wrote up the story quick on IGN for this, and someone posted it. People were just posting GIFs like crazy. Yeah. And there's a great one of a guy who attaches half of his hook to a tree and the other half to the nose of a plane as it's taking off. Make like, like a tree like and get out of here. <laughs> a massive plane. And it just starts circling. Not like not like <laughs> nose first. It's just like if the nose is pointed at the tree the whole time. And it just kept <laughs> it just constantly kept going around. That's great. I love that game. Uh, so yeah, just twenty fifteen for that yeah. one. PC Probably and holiday. consoles only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Bless DLC, them. there are no microtransactions. Huzzah! Yep. Look forward to it. Uh, We'll have more on that. That's our friends at Game Informer broke that story as part of their December cover story. Bravo, gentlemen. Uh, So, yeah, we'll be looking forward to, I hope, hopefully, I presume maybe, who knows, maybe early in the new year we'll get to see it for ourselves. I would assume something like that. PAX East, maybe. Yeah, probably a safe bet. Tickets went on sale for that. Already? Oh, wow. Yeah. They're probably sold out by the time you hear this. (laughs) Wait, you mean PAX South? No, PAX South is sold out forever. Oh, Already? Yeah. Wow. That's quick. Okay. Okay. South is yep. in January, so it's good to go. Panel submissions are already done for South. Man. Uh, East so is So behind the times. March, I think. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next here? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Telltale's game of Thrones. Thrones. That's a video game. Another one. Not that weird little European RPG that was made a couple of years ago. Oh, God. We keep talking about things that I've repressed. Yeah. Is that a theme? <laughs> it can be. Is that game one of them? Did you have to review it? No, but I oh, played okay. some of it. Okay. And that was enough. That bad, huh? All right. Uh, so we got, this week we got the first real details about Game of Thrones uh, in the form of some pretty cool looking concept art, as well as we know now that the the season is six episodes. Instead of the, the usual five. Usual five yeah. Which is great. Uh, if, if you're going to do a Game of Thrones game, take your time. True. Uh, additionally, we know that all five of the playable characters are from House Four. How many playable characters? Five. That's a lot of playable characters. Yeah. But that's I Game of Thrones, right? Like, we always said <clears throat> coming into this that you can't have a Game of Thrones game that's like, well, and you're Ned Stark. Like, no, that, that whole thing with that book series is bouncing between all of these different characters. I mean, every chapter is just a character. It's just... Yeah. Well, a different, six, six, six episodes, five characters. Well, I, I actually, that's what I was just going to ask is I wonder if, I mean, I presume we're going to jump from character to character within each episode. Oh, yes. And it won't just be like, Absolutely. this episode is this character. I'm sure we'll do three characters in the first episode and then two, the other two in episode two, and then like go back to the cliffhanger. That makes sense. Episode one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, now, for me, what I'm concerned about with yeah. Game of Thrones uh, is... Uh, the technology powering it. And what I mean by that is, so Game of Thrones, it, this is based off of the HBO show, a live action thing. And uh, the Telltale's graphics in their games, uh, Wolf Among Us, spectacular looking, mm-hmm. comic book style. Walking Dead, a little, you know, a little less comic book style, but still very you know, stylized, looks great. Then you go back, Jurassic Park, which you know is based off. It was supposed to be sort of a new uh, Jurassic Park story, 
More repressed things. More of a realistic, <laughs> yeah, more of a realistic art style. Game did not was not a visually appealing game. So, but that's not why that game was bad. That's true. But that's part of it, right? But that's part of one it. One of many reasons. The thing is, my point is that uh, I worry that a realistic visual style Game of Thrones game is going to just take away from what could be an excellent game. I feel like Telltale has found its artistic footing in recent years and not just in like, well, we made some comic book looking games. Right. They have found a way to have stylized characters who are both expressive and realistic in a weird way. Like, Wolf Among Us obviously looks like a cartoon, but those, I believe that those are people. Yeah. And I'm sure they could find a happy middle ground with Game of Thrones. Well, in the story we posted, there was the, that, that first sort of teaser image yeah. which showed the throne and it appears to be some sort of oil painty looky thing. See, I thought that was concept art. Same thing when you look at their... Uh, oh, is it just concept yeah, art? I mean, okay. If you look at the other image, it's got like House Forester's Fortress. I can't remember what it's called, but it's in like the Ironwoods. Right. It very much looks like concept art. If that's what the game looks like, then awesome, but I thought it was concept art. Interesting. So, I guess we'll see. Are you guys big Game of Thrones fans who have read all the books? No. Love, love, seen, love the show. Yep. Haven't read a page yep. of the books. I'm, I'm done with the show. Like I'm caught up, and now I am reading the books to get like the. Okay, so I don't, even, I don't even know what, who the foresters are. Neither I don't do, either. Neither do a lot of people who've read the books. Like, yeah, they are okay. p- mentioned in passing. They are like below tertiary character. <laughs> they're just out there, like they've been mentioned a few times, but like they're servicemen of servicemen. Quadriary. I don't even know, I know what the right? what's the word for that. But they're like they're bannermen to a house that is the bannermen, like the bannermen to the Starks. Okay. Yeah. Layers. They're layers. Yeah. <laughs> so assume, like, we know that you're going to go to King's Landing. Also assume that you're going to go to Winterfell. Um, they've dropped a lot of hints that this is about Stannis. Like, a lot of this stuff revolves around Stannis. Hmm. So, I don't know. Assuming Season 5 is going the direction I think it's going to go. This It starts in Season 3. This season starts in Season 3. And by Episode 6, it ends in... the be- Right up to Season 5. Yeah. Up so to the beginning of Season 5. It's very much a five. lead in. Yeah. Um, curious how much time will pass in each episode. That's a great question as well. Because in six episodes, they have to cover two years worth of TV. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I did also, I don't know if either of you guys mentioned it, is that uh, we are getting an Xbox One version right from the yeah. word go on this, yeah, so, yeah. which makes me happy because you know, I'm ready to... It, it, if the HBO Go app ever comes out... Oh by the way, God. they're on the clock. We were promised it within the first year. They have... 10, ten days, days ten days to go. get the HBO Go app out before they are filthy liars. Let's schedule that story for <laughs> November twenty third. Headline: HBO and HBO Microsoft are filthy liars about HBO Go. Now, um, come on, Phil. We believe in you. Phil is listening. He's in his car. He's. We know. We asked him last time he was here. He's thinking about Battletoads and how much fun he had playing it. Do you know we'll why? Get to that in a second. Do you know why he's in his car? What? Do you know why he's in his car? He's why? driving he away just from visited us? rare. Ba-da-ba-da. Oh, you're trying, I'm trying to, to say I see what us. you're doing. Okay. Hold Never on. mind. I, me... hand, I handed you that Battletoads tea. Come on, man. Battle tea? Uh, mm. uh, where's I miss Destin. Never thought I'd say it. Is he is he good at those? No. No, he's 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 unbearable. It's insufferable. But, but it's now it's hilarious. just a thing. Okay. Right. All right. Nobody actually likes them. And we've had listeners tell us like I've Nobody met actually people. likes Destin. I've met people and people that <laughs> like devs who listen to our podcast go like, dude. You've got to stop, Destin. It's out of control. <laughs> and you're, you're and just like, over here nah, like, man. no. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you have to suffer you with You know what? Me. He's like Andy Kaufman. He's just a, an artist misunderstood <laughs> in his own time. In many ways, history Destin will, is kaufman History will prove Destin to be a genius. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it. man. Uh, yeah, so Phil Spencer recently was visiting Rare. 
and he played a, a rare game that he said was uniquely rare. I have Which, a question for you. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I was just saying, he teased that when he was here last yes. month. He said, I'm going to Rare to play a new Scooped. thing. Well, what's funny is he, he, he said, I told him, or I asked him, like, what is it? And he was like, well, they don't like to tell me because, uh, you know, they don't want to ruin the surprise. But he said he had, remember he said he had heard a lot of whispers in the halls about about the game. Right. So, um, Conveniently, Microsoft also just registered a trademark for Battletoads. So. Dun, dun, dun. Cross your fingers. So when someone says uniquely rare, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, me either. Because it rare made so many things. Yeah, to me and that means them, it's so RC Pro M three, because they made Connect Star Wars. What's the, what's the thread between all rare games other than they were all really good at one point? Yeah. Well, I think you're reading too deep into it now. But <laughs> I think it means it's a Battletoads game, guys. Please be a Battletoads. It's possible. Game. Yeah. So uh, I want it to be a Battletoads game just so Marty is sad. I don't. So that it's not Banjo, you mean? No, because Marty hates Battletoads. But he loves yeah, he Banjo. Does. That too. And Sniper Elite 3. What if Banjo was Banjo a Toads. Banjo Toads! <laughs> Banjo Toads and Double Dragon. Banjo Toads and Double Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> oh, God. Coming soon to Xbox One. Oh. This is like the, uh, the Fresh Prince of Persia. Oh my uh, God. Need, blood on the sands of time. Blood on the sands of time. We need to do like a, a get all Tano to do some images for these. Okay. So uh, good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is, what are the odds that the Battletoads thing and this rare trip that Phil made are related? I'm calling it like eighty twenty. You think so? Yeah. So I got to figure if there is a Battletoads. If this is a Battletoads game and that's what's happening. It's going to be like a $20 downloadable Xbox Live Something thing, like right? Something like AI. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's bad at all. I'm just saying, like, I don't see it as a full-up, like, $60, no, 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 no. $50 million game. It's you don't probably... get to have, like, a AAA Battletoads game in 2015. It just doesn't work that right, way. Right, exactly. So. But what, what if that happens? I would be super into it. If it's, like, the Arkham of Battletoads or something, <laughs> like, bring it on, man. We got Kevin Conroy to voice the Battletoad. <laughs> Mark the, Hamill to voice mean, the bad guy. What do you mean, the Battletoad? Pimples it and rash. The man. Batman. Get it together. Oh, the Batman. The Batman. The battle Kevin Toad. Conroy. I did, but I was referring, I was making reference to... Uh, Kevin Conroy, Kevin Bacon, and Kevin Spacey <laughs> are the voices. You heard it for here first. I love that. Sorry, guys. Love that. <laughs> Fear is power, and I have all the power, whatever that is. Are you imagining say. it now? I'm now imagining it, okay. and it's really good. All they do is make blah noises as they kick things with their <laughs> giant feet. <laughs> They're weird. Battletoads are super weird. Well, yeah, in the in the comments of the story, everyone's like, "Please just make it a same like the same stupid, difficult game we know before. Just maybe no, it looks better now." Do not do that. You don't want that. No, like don't have have like a joke where you play this impossibly bad, challenging be- vehicle mission and then be like, "Ah, just kidding." Moving and on. The real game lives. starts. Yeah, exactly, it opens the real exactly, menu. Exactly. Yes. All right, uh, and then finally this week, I just want to mention that mm. uh, the Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deals are already, they're being pre-announced, mm. which is you know a thing that's been going on the last few years because every retailer wants to get in the mind of that shopper yeah. before Black Friday starts and get them to think, oh, they need, I need to go to Store X. So uh, we're just keeping track of all that on a wiki on IGN. Oh, so cool. uh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, just stop by. It's up, updated all the time. I mean, right now there's Best Buy up there, Target, Target's Walmart, uh, some I think Amazon stuff for Cyber Monday. So uh, yeah, check out the if you just search, if you just Google Black Friday IGN, that should locate it or Cyber Monday IGN. 
I've never done Black Friday shopping in person. Ever. It's not. No, don't do no. it. Don't the do internet it. exists now. You don't yeah. have to. You don't Ryan. have to leave. You don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Stay in your home. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay alive. Why put on pants? Yeah. Really. Exactly. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. Mitchell, yes, marketplace sir. report. What can we spend our hard-earned cash on this week? There's, uh, if I, I think if I buy all this, I'm going broke. Yeah, we talked a lot about this stuff already this episode, but uh, Halo: The Master Chief Collection is out on Xbox One. That is four Halo games, as well as access to the Halo Five beta in December, as we said. Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, 7.8 on IGN. Pretty good. Very, very good. Marty enjoyed it. Pretty, 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 pretty good. good. Uh, Alongside that, it's Assassin's Creed Rogue on Xbox 360. I've enjoyed what I've played. We don't have a review yet. Keep an eye out for that on IGN, period, com. Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham is Xbox One and Xbox 360. I think that takes, you know, the Lego Batman formula into space because it's all about the lanterns. Uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2015 for Xbox One and Xbox 360 if you want your annual inferior soccer experience. And Shape Up is out for Xbox One, so you too can be a uh, kerchiefed Gary Steinman doing push-ups on the stage. <laughs> oh, I love that I guy. forgot that that happened. Don't repress that. Ever. <laughs> it's too good. Uh, nothing on XBLA, says Ryan. Yep. All of the above games are available digitally, which is great. Welcome to the future. Uh, games with gold for November future. includes Volgar the Viking, which is a new game. That's available now. For yeah, free. ID and an Xbox game. Indeed. So excited for this next one. Uh, Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise is available for just... Just a couple more days. Three more days. Yeah. Get it together. Download that game. Just initiate your download. Speaking of rare, it, that's, a, that's rare. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's a uniquely rare game. Viva Pinata yeah. was the last uh, rare game that Rare made. Pretty much, yeah. Trouble in Paradise is awesome. Uh, and then immediately after you get Trouble in Paradise, you can get download and should download Red Faction Guerrilla on November 16th through November 30th. Very underrated game. game. You can break everything. Yeah. Did Rare make Nuts and Bolts? Uh, Yes. I feel like yes. Yes, they did. Absolutely did. Okay. Uh, That's a million video games out this week. Enjoy. It's a lot. All right, we'll be right back and let's give away, hey, let's give away a copy of Sunset Overdrive courtesy of a very kind listener who bought the Xbox One bundle and, for whatever reason, had no use for his code. All right, awesome. Thanks, Brandon. We got a a Sunset Overdrive winner right after this. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right, time for the Unlock Block trivia. This was a good one. I I didn't know this. This one stumped me. Uh... Old school PlayStation fans might have a better shot at this because it is about Insomniac Games, developers of Sunset Overdrive, which it's fitting. Uh, By the way, it's uh, Neil McGinnis, longtime listener, big fan of the show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Appreciate him sending this in. Uh, Brandon, who's, I don't, he didn't have a send a gamer tag or anything, but I want to thank Brandon for offering up the copy of Sunset Overdrive. Very generous. Very generous, which Neil now wins. Congrats, Neil. So, uh, that's a good ass video game. That is, a good score for you. So, uh, yes, Brandon, we thank you so much. And Neil wins for sending in this trivia question, which he has stumped me with. We'll see if he stumps you guys. Before shipping its first game, in, uh, oh, let me try that Take one. Two. Take two. And action. Before shipping its first game, Insomniac used different names before settling on the current one. Which of these was not in the running to be the studio's name? Was it A, 
Planet X software, B, outer space software, C, outzone software, or D, extreme software with the extreme spelt starting with an X. Gross. Which of those do you think wasn't... <laughs> which of those is the fake one that actually wasn't considered? The re- Three of these were considered. I have a logical explanation for why... And this is the dumbest thing. I have a logical explanation for why I think the answer is D, extreme software. Okay. Because the other three answers, Outzone, Outer Space, and Planet X, are all weirdly like spacey, sci-fi, planet-y, planetary, right. orbity things, right? Like You're trying to use logic There's a here. theme there, yeah, and theme. extreme software does not fit in okay. it. So D, extreme software. Brian Albert. <clears throat> I'm going to go with A, because, and I don't know if this is a regional <laughs> thing, I grew up in Iowa, and there was a like arcade sort of store place called Planet X that had laser tag and there was just like a brand of a of a like chain thing I think. Hmm. And so I just I don't know if those were wherever Insomniac is. Where is this? I grew up in Iowa and they were around so there. So literally the only people who understand what you're saying right now are you and the nine members of Slipknot. <laughs> right. Got it. Those, they listen to this podcast. Yeah. All five of them. Love you guys. I'm gonna go with A. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, right. Your new record's really good. Uh, so none of us <laughs> not Damn it. Right. it was actually outer space B was was not considered. The rest of the, Planet X, Outzone, and Extreme were all considered to, uh, to be the uh, name I guess that for Insomniac Games. The Planet X, Outzone, and Extreme are all really dumb. <laughs> B is the only one that doesn't have an extreme letter. Yeah, yeah, good point. That's true. Damn it. Uh, Wait, good stuff, Neil. Appreciate it. it if you want to be cool and win a prize, probably won't be as good as Sunset Overdrive, but every now and again. You never know. Send your Xbox-related trivia question along with four multiple-choice answers. Note the correct one, and please include a shipping address. Send that to where, Mitch? Unlocked at IGN.com. Nailed it. Boom. Insomniac is such a better name than any of those. Yeah. Yeah. They have Good choices, guys. Also, their logo is a moon. Fun fact. Out, that's I an that. outer space thing. Yeah. It is. They worked it in. It's also super extreme. Because Insomniacs see the moon all the time because they're not sleeping. Hmm. Clever. Nice logic, good. Clever good. girl. <laughs> uh, all right. Shoot her. No, stop. <laughs> we'll be okay as long as they figure out, don't figure out how to open doors. <laughs> that part's so dumb. And the hacking interface. Oh, my God. What an that? amazing Unix. movie. Isn't there, like, an enhanced scene in that movie? Like, enhance that. Enhance. Enhance. I don't remember. Where they, like, zoom in on a photo and it's, like, super clear. I don't, I don't think so. No? Although that scene in the kitchen is one of the best scenes in movies. Oh, it's oh. so tense. It's so good. Jesus. Welcome. To Jurassic Park. That guy died about 48 hours. I'll be accepting your apology. Yeah. Rest in peace, Sir Richard Attenborough. All right. Let's hit the road. Uh, Let's plug some stuff. We'll start with the weekly IGN Prime plug that my superiors have asked me to make. But I I don't. Speak, Ryan Tron. Well, I I actually, like I said, I stand behind this plug. We do endorse Prime. Prime's great. Yeah. Because, as as I say every week, it gives you a few perks. The big one being it's 30 bucks a year, IGN.com slash prime. Number one thing, no more pre-roll, no more ads on videos. It'll just you go right to your video. Yep. That alone is worth it. But there's also uh, we'll get you into betas and yep. free game giveaways. So well, Prime is one of those things that before I started IGN, I was like, eh, IGN asked for ten dollars. No. <laughs> but then I got here and they were like, here is Prime. And now that I have it, like I will never go back. When Ajin inevitably deports me, like I will buy Prime. <laughs> I hope you said it like that when you first saw it. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want it. Hmm. We'll give it to you. Oh, fine. <laughs> so again, IGN.com slash Prime. Help keep the lights on, keep us employed. Brian Albert, I'm going to go to you. What can you want to plug anything? Any any projects you're working, you working on? on? Your Twitter, certainly. 
Uh, most of my big projects are done, which is nice. Woo-hoo! But we did the uh, ranking every Halo map. Oh, that was a bad plan. Oh, my God. That made some people mad. Apparently, we put Guardian a little low. I don't hold it in as high regards as most people. I don't, I don't know either. Guardian is. See? What? See? What's going on? Get out of here with that. Halo garbage. 3, it's a little lockout inspired, but definitely not. Many same. people were, and many people were mm. like top 10. That is a top 10 map. I played a, I don't a agree, bajillion hours of Halo 3. Well, that's the fun of the list. Isn't anyway, it? go check out which ones we picked for the top 10. I think our top 10 is. is Spoiler, not Guardian. <laughs> not Guardian. <laughs> you doing it? You're looking it up? I'm looking it up now. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at albinoalbert. Uh, while Mitch looks that up, I will let you know that you can find me at DMC underscore Ryan. Again, look for my final Halo the Master Chief Collection review, possibly when you hear this. Uh, the plan is, again, by end of day Thursday, meaning tomorrow at this recording, November 13th, uh, 2014. And, I mean, yes. Obviously, as my the review impressions are up now, I love it. It's fantastic. It gives me so much of what... I could have ever wanted as a Halo fan. So there's a lot to love, and hopefully these server matchmaking multiplayer issues will will sort out sooner Sky. rather than later. Uh, Guardian's a good map. It ain't top ten. Y'all crazy. <laughs> Mitch has spoken. I am at Mitchie D on Twitter. You can tweet at me that I am a wrong idiot for my thoughts on Guardian. Uh, you you also... are a wrong <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, subscribe to mine and Brian's MOBA podcast here on IGN, youtube.com slash IGN Arena, or search IGN Arena on iTunes. So you're, you've got Mitch, Brian, the other two people on the show. I'm sorry, you, got to, you should get rid of James, and you have to get someone whose name starts with O and someone whose name starts with A, and then you're, you'd have like M-O-B-A. I like your style. So we have to find like an Oliver or an Olivia or... Get out of here, Kyle. um, You don't fit. My last name starts with A, so if we can do like... Spread it out. Kyle (laughs) O'Connor. Boom! We got it. We're going to make the... Well, that actually counts. We're going to make the worst art for that TV right there. Mitch, (laughs) O'Connor, Brian, and we still need that A, though. Well, uh, our... It's Mitch, O'Connor, Brian Albert... (laughs) And Anita Sarkeesian. And Anita, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anita would never do that podcast. Uh, what else? What else? else? Friday is my oh, Far, Far Cry, Cry 4 yeah. review in progress. Look for my detailed thoughts on that game's campaign because I have a lot of them. It's not Far Cry 2. Correct. <laughs> game sucks. <laughs> Everything sucks. As I don't even get malaria in this game. Yeah, what's that about? What's that about? What's that about? What's the deal? No, no joke. Playing that game really made me want to replay Far Cry 3. And I was like, oh, I need to, like, reference my Far Cry 3 review to go see what I thought about that game because yeah. my memory is garbage. Watching that footage, I'm like, man, Far Cry 2 was a good game. I should go play Far Cry 2. I just watch <laughs> Far Cry 2 videos all day. Oh, my goodness. All right. We'll hit the road. I want to thank everybody for listening to the world's number one Xbox podcast, which is this one. Boom. Most of you subscribe on iTunes. Just search Podcast Unlocked in the search field and then click the subscribe button. Then it will get sent to you automatically each and every week. New okay. shows every wednesday go give us five stars go give rooster teeth one stars <laughs> what do you got against rooster yeah, teeth? Well, they're more rival? popular than us well they're a lot more popular than that's we, true we could we were like a pimple on the ass of rooster teeth in, <laughs> in the podcast world <laughs> not wrong they make a, a wonderful program they over do there. they really do our our old friend uh ashley, ashley and Jenkins. then of course bernie Classic over there as well bernie Bernie hung a, he did the Xbox show with me at E3 on our oh, that's true. our post game show. Yeah, yeah, our yeah, pre yeah. and post game show. It's a good man. Red vs. Blue is inseparable from Halo for me. I played and watched those at the same time yeah. in almost equal amounts. Yeah. It's a Puma. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All I right. love those old jokes. Uh, we'll get out of here. 
We'll see you guys next week for episode 171. Yay, another palindrome! Palindrome Woo! coming up! I can't Yeehaw! wait for episode 343. That's... I think we'll need to... We have time to plan for it, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say. <laughs> it's all kiki. We've got a little bit of time. Uh, for Mitch Dyer, Brian Albert, and the uh, currently under-the-weather Marty Sleva and Sean Finnegan, and the just plain a-hole Destin Legary, who decided to actually do some deadline-driven work rather than be here and make bad segues for us. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This is Podcast Unlocked, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Destin was deadweight anyway. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.